This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. Uh, I see that that intro hyped you up, Chuck. Thanks for the enthusiasm. I'm your host, Gianna. Excited to get to know you today. Um, Chuck has been so awesome, so gracious, so patient with me. Um, I had to cancel on him, stand him up. Because of that weekend, I caught on fire, not to be dramatic. So, Chuck, thank you for rejoining, rescheduling. Excited to get to know you. Thank you for surviving the fire. <laughs> we can meet here. My pleasure. Of course. Me, I'm excited too about that. So, uh, Chuck, let's hear your story here, your background. Who are you? Where are you from? How'd you get into real estate? Well, I always call real estate the island of misfit toys because very few people wake up at the age of star at, at the age of six go, I cannot wait to be a realtor. I want to do realty. That's I'm going to steal that phrase from you. Yeah, it is. It's the island of misfit toys. You got thrown out of something else. You failed at something else. You were terrible at something else. You couldn't stand doing something else. So you went into real estate. So <laughs> that's my path. I know I only look 35, but I was actually a policeman for 25 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And I medically retired. And actually, when you were talking about your fire story, um, my uh, catastrophic, I was a motor cop and I had a catastrophic motorcycle crash. I was in the hospital for about a month. And wow. uh, my first question when I woke up in the hospital was, how's my motorcycle? Is it okay? How do I look? Do I look Okay. I didn't care about the rest. But anyways, I, and I, think, remember I relate to that. I was telling you, I was sobbing to my mom about how ugly it was. I know. I mean, we get it. We get it. It's all about presentation. It's all about presentation. So I did that job for 25 years. And uh, as it didn't end so well, as you can hear. Retired. Um, went into stand-up comedy for five years. And I don't know if you've ever researched this career field. To anyone who's failing at real estate, I highly recommend you take up a job in stand-up comedy because it pays so well um so i travel all over the country mostly the upper midwest for you know two hundred dollars for a weekend um i mean it's crazy you barely break even but it's so so fun so between law enforcement and then comedy i kind of found the perfect thing and i always joke and it, it, it's kind of a grim joke i guess i won't even say but the joke was i can either hit the enter button on real estate classes or take another option which was pretty depressing i just been through a divorce and i decided to go into real estate and uh, why not? So here I was at the age of, I don't know, 47, brand new realtor. But I had a skill set that was perfect for real estate. Difficult people, contracts, negotiation, answering your phone in half a second, being available all the time. Um, all the things that really are law enforcement, only I don't get shot at as much in real estate. And um, it's <laughs> I mean, I hope not. well, as well, who my new neighbors were. So I guess you never know. Yeah, things happen. Things happen. But um, it, it, it was just a perfect fit. So um, I kind of went into it begrudgingly as a last minute thing to do. And uh, it really took I didn't do much for the first six months because I had already been promoting myself with law enforcement and comedy. So I didn't want to push one more thing on people. 
And I realized you can't be a secret agent. So I started pushing one more thing on people and bam, um, I did nothing for six months, but in my six month, I had four closings and it, it, I kept going, well, this is a fluke and uh, it's never stopped fluking. So um, yeah, I, I was uh, the rookie of the year. And my, I was kind of one of those big box brokerages. I guess we're kind of a big box broker. Not really. We're not in a box, but we're a big brokerage, but I was with one of the other big ones. You all know it. Half of you are from there. And did great, but I'm like, I'm not number two. I was the number two agent when I left. I'm not number two. I'm not that good. I want to be around better people. I want to level up. So I left, um, went to a little baby brokerage, and that baby brokerage um, folded in EXP, which has been the best choice of, of my life to get dragged over to EXP, kicking and screaming, and I love it. So um, I run yeah, a team. That was, um, tell, tell me a little more about that story. Cause that's my next question. Anyway, anyway, like how are you introduced to EXP? Obviously it looks like your brokerage, uh, integrated into it, but how did they pitch that to you guys? And how did you make the decision to go along with it instead of taking another route? I love that story. I love that question. And I think it's an important one. And the broker tells the story too. So I went to a little, uh, baby brokerage. Some of you may have heard of it. It's called Bright Birch. Uh, Noelle Nielsen is um, was the founder of Brightbird. She's a she's a big influencer and attractor in, in EXP. Um, and there were about 13 of us. And I ran a team there. I went down to Florida with my wife. Um, I'm like, I hate Florida, but I'll go on this trip with you. End up in Florida. I go, oh, my God, I love this place. I need to work here. I need to live here. So I went back from that trip and told my broker, get your license in Florida or I'm going to be like Bright Birch, Minnesota and Sotheby's, Florida. She goes, you know, it's funny. I was just that close to uh, switching us over to EXP, and that's the push we needed. So then we booked a trip the next day. We went to EXP shareholders, and we signed up, and that was it. But going back to answer your question, I'm rambling. I guess I'm the guest. I can ramble, right? Oh, um, you're fine. Yeah, absolutely. That's what the podcast is all about, right? Yeah, man. Um, so, you know, I've been approached by everybody. I'm sure most of you watching this are, are interested in being icons have been approached by every brokerage trying to recruit them. And one of the brokerages that tried to recruit me was an EXP agent, oddly, because they're into um, some agent attraction occasionally. And uh, I saw the model. I'm like, yeah, it works. It's better than the, the model I'm at. It's actually, it was the same model, just a little better. So if that tells you which broker I was at at the time, I go, yeah, it works. I'm not really ready to make the switch. That online world of yours is kind of odd. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm good. And I went to the baby brokerage. So had the baby brokerage not switched all of us over to EXP, I would have never gone. I'm really loyal to my employers. I, you know, two employers in 25 years of law enforcement. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to stick around. But it has been the best decision of her life, my broker's life, let alone mine. And it's been great. So that's um, awesome. I wouldn't have done it. I'm so glad I did. I'm so yeah. glad I did. That's a great story of uh, getting connected to EXP. And, you know, you said, hey, I'm not jumping over that technology. That's not me. That's kind of silly. Um, but now that you're over here, right, and you're utilizing it, what has become one of your favorite parts of EXP? Um, you know, why do you choose to stay other than that sense of loyalty? Um, well, for example, the world that I hated so much and thought was hokey, I just got out of, I wandered into the Florida broker room, I met with the big, the designated managing broker of the, what, 14,000 Florida agents, sat at a table with her and brainstormed a solution to a crap situation I'm in the middle of on a closing today, which, I mean, how do you do that on anywhere else? So tech to me is the biggest. We use, uh, a CRM provider, well, I can, I can drop names here, but we use KV Core like crazy. And 
is our business. I mean, we call, text, promote, uh, put everyone on drip campaigns and behavior automation. It has made our business. It has absolutely made our business. So everything that eXp provides in terms of tech to me is the most important thing. Secondary is, of course, the compensation we all know. I don't know if any of you have ever seen the model explained, but everything there is it. I, I, I love eXp. Everything about it, stock, uh, I mean, express offers I'm part of. Um, I brought an investor into express offers. So I, there's another revenue source. You know, I've got a pretty decent line of FLQAs. There's another revenue source. It just goes on and on and on and on. So love this. Yeah, no, eXp is wonderful and there are a lot of benefits. You know, you kind of touched on uh, the collaboration, the stock options, rev share, you know, everything else that has to come with it. And, you know, before we dive deeper into the Icon Award, Chuck, let's talk a little bit about you and this so-called work-life balance that everybody's chasing. Um, how do you draw the line between work and play and set those boundaries for yourself? How do you recharge? That is a great question. I think every time you level up, um, to some extent, you have to build in some safeguards for you. So once you're an individual agent, you're producing, you know, 30 transactions or so. If you haven't let go and given your, your work over to a transaction coordinator and an admin, do that. And then once you realize that 30 transactions is you can't keep up, then you need to start a team. And every time you do these things, you level up to the transaction coordinator and then you start a team and then your team grows and maybe my team's in three states actually, but every time it grows, you add another layer so you can just step back a little bit. Um, you know, I do production for friends and I do production for if things are just a little slow that month or, you know, I just feel a need to kind of insert myself into the business a little bit, but it's kind of an option at this point, which is great. And that has allowed me to step back a little bit. So I think that's a great question. Work-life balance is a myth in real estate, um, but I have managers within the team that handle mentoring, that handle contracts for new agents. So that I'm usually like the fourth call they have to make. Um, it still pisses my wife off all the time. Hello, hold on one sec. But it's what you do. And, and I think uh, I have some pretty good work-life balance this week, <laughs> but you know, it varies, it varies. Absolutely. Uh, you know, work-life balance, you said it's a myth, myth in the industry. And so, you know, you, you got to be chasing something to be able to recharge. And, uh, you know, even, even if it's just as far as boundaries versus a work-life balance, do it. And Chuck, when it comes to iconing, the pretty cool thing about eXp, since you're in two states, is that you get to uh, both use the cap for both states, right? So it's all just one cap, $16,000, 20 transactions after that. So that being said, um, I imagine that maybe the, the housing prices are a little different between Minnesota and Florida. So on average about, you know, what are those housing prices like in each state and how many houses do you have to sell to be able to cap? Yeah, um, I kind of use the informal formula of about 12 houses the prices are actually fairly similar right now florida's really leveled up in price and i think it's actually surpassed minnesota in terms of the median um sale price um but it's they're two totally different markets although half my people in florida are from minnesota so it is kind of the same people too on that level um so about 12 or 13 as the team leader i have to do a full cap 16k and um yeah 12 or 13 
And then of course the icon, it's another roughly 20 transactions. Um, so, you know, about 29, 30, I'm, I'm a nervous wreck after my cap reset um, for about six weeks. I always cap after six. It seems to be the magic week. And then I'm a really nervous wreck until, until I icon. And that's usually another four, three, four months, I think. And there's always a delay as you icons know, it, it just doesn't quite, oh, bam, you icon, you know, there's right. a ticker tape parade for you. Absolutely. No, I totally get what you're saying, Chuck. And then, um, you know, when it comes to iconing, it's more than just production. You've got a cultural commitment in there, too. So mentorship, teaching in HP world, vetting other icons. There's several uh, different avenues you can take for that. So which one do you choose and why? Well, I love it. Um, they just changed it, as I'm sure someone has talked about, some of your guests have talked about. And it's you could kind of it's a point system or you can opt into the point system. So I opt into the point system, which I like. So I'm going to teach some classes. Um, I've signed up for some classes for the Florida group. Um, I would love to interview new icons. And if I can get in that path, I'd love to. And I've been doing the icon panels, which have been great, but you know, there are just so many icons and we're only like two to 3% of the company, but it's a lot of people. So I, we started seeing the same people on some of the panels and I decided to kind of try something new. Um, yeah. yeah, there's about, um, I think at shareholders, um, Glenn had said there's about 2,400 icons at this mm -hmm. moment. So only top 2%, but still, you know, you put 2,400 people in a room, that's a pretty good chunk of people. Well, 2,400 iconing realtors, do you think they're talking about themselves? We love talking about ourselves. That's why we're on your podcast. We love this. So you put all 2,400 of us in a room. My God, it's pretty. So. Yep. A yep. lot happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Chuck, you know, you get a lot of benefits from being an icon agent. You know, easy to catch referrals. You've got this elite status. You're easily trusted. A big glass shiny trophy. Um, you get your cat back in stock. Opportunities go to ExpCon and shareholders. So with all that in mind, what is your favorite thing about iconing? Why do you continue to set that on your list of goals? You know, honestly, it's the uh, very real uh, fiscal benefits that come from it. Um, I love getting the money back. Who wouldn't? I love that it forces me to go to two conferences a year that I might not otherwise go to. There's yeah, it's like, well, I, I'm going to go. Encourages you. Encourages you. Doesn't yeah, encourages me. Encourages. I, I told myself I'm going to do at least two conferences a year uh, and I need to do four because I, I feel you need to spread. I'd love to do Inman and some others. Um, but I think that that makes sure that I am going to a conference, which mm -hmm. is great because I think it's so important. I love the XP conferences. There's just no energy like that anywhere in the world. But on top of that, once you get that little icon badge in your world, people just give you a different look. If you jump in a thread and you go, I'm an icon agent, I'll take that referral. I'm an icon agent. Here's my thought on this. People listen. Um, and I think that that's great. You know, I come from a career of law enforcement. We were all about ranking up and putting things on our uniforms, talking about how important we were. And it's kind of in my blood. I feel like it's a little, uh, little collar brass for me. Yeah. Um, I'm an icon agent. Um, but I've gotten a ton of referrals through the icon group and a ton of referrals through all the referral groups just by having the icon logo. Awesome. Yeah, as as it should be, right? They trust you uh, to get that sell in, take care of that person. I mean, you you gather a reputation. You don't just become an icon agent when you're, you know, commission hungry. And Chuck, 
for people that are either new to eXp or new to real estate coming over to eXp, is it going to be possible for them to icon in their first year? What does that goal look like for them as far as daily activities or big mistakes to avoid? I think it just reinforces, first of all, find an icon agent and ask them how they got there. And they will all tell you that it's about consistency and it's about never giving up and it's about drive. And it's about a formula, like a formula for your day from the minute you wake up, what you're time blocking, what you're doing, what activities you're doing, even if you don't feel the results that day. And if you can stick to that formula, you will succeed. Um, and I'm thinking of a couple of agents on my team. One, we used to call him Eeyore because well, I did this deal. <laughs> Figures, they backed up, they canceled. And I kept saying, be patient. Like you are doing everything you need to do. Be patient, be patient. It's going to pay off. And he is, he's actually, he's on my team. And on a team, you can pick icon or not. He's iconed. Uh, this will be a second year in a row where he's iconed as my, my number one agent. And um, just seeing his growth and like his ability to stick through all those Eeyore moments. And now he's like one of my go-to people and he helps train the team and he's a go-to resource. So I think if people can follow a formula, because there is nothing truly new in real estate. So attach yourself to someone who's good, find out how they got there, do exactly what they did that is within your reason to do, you will succeed. It's that simple. Real estate, you know, none of us are, Brilliant. That's why we're realtors. Follow the formula. You'll make money. Period. Absolutely. Love that, Chuck. Great advice. And, you know, coming up on my last question here is we're approaching 20 minutes. It's a two-part question. And the first question being, were you ever skeptical of EXP when you heard about it or um, were kind of considering brokerages in the industry? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, again, the one I was with was it was EXP came out of that. I've talked to Glenn about this. It, it is the model that created EXP. Um, and so EXP was a little better. I'm like, yeah, I'm comfortable. It's okay. And even though the culture at the other place wasn't my culture, yeah, I'm okay. I just don't like change. So um, it, it was an opportunity that I probably would have let go had not the other pieces fallen in place. Um, and I think that's something to keep in mind. So as I do agent attraction too, and, and we've all you know heard Brent Gove talk about agent attraction and, and what it takes to get someone over. It takes a while. You just have to let it cook. And, and you know, everyone always says, you know, they're going to come over. It's not if it's when, right. And just let it sit and don't go chasing them. They'll come around. They're going to see all their colleagues come over. I mean, it, I don't look at myself as, as recruiting. I am truly attracting agents. I met with two agents last week for dinner. I'm like, yeah, you know, when you're ready, you come, but you are missing out. And I love this. I'm like, I absolutely love this. I'm just so full of energy for this company. I'm yeah. Not it's, it's like not even that you're recruiting, you're just, um, just representing the company, you know, and it attracts agents. You know, I like that word the best, you know, the people here are what attracts agents most and it's a flagship. Like you said, it's not if, it's when. And Chuck, on that note, right, maybe there's somebody that's on the fence about coming to EXP, but they hear it's a cult, it's a pyramid scheme, but they see the greener grass, they're just so nervous. So what would you have to say to them to kind of light a fire underneath them to make that switch, cut that cord, and get over here? Make a list. Uh, 
do it in any relationship you're having the do's and don'ts what are the pluses and minuses any big decision you're making like should i buy that lamborghini should i buy that boat make the pros and cons do the same thing with the exp and if it's the money that and it's usually the money sadly because there's so much more to this company than money but obviously most agents are just concerned with the money if it's just the money chart it out and chart out remax and keller and coldwell and if you're up by me, a diner realty, put them all on a chart and chart it out with five transactions and 30 transactions and 60 transactions and all the benefits and see for yourself the numbers because you will have a really hard time beating EXP. And all things being equal, if you find someone that beats EXP, I challenge you to find a company with better tech for $85 a month. And from the perspective of a team leader and recruiting, it's a no brainer. I couldn't recruit people to Remax at $500 a desk. I can right. recruit people to EXP at $85 a desk with all this stuff. Absolutely. So. That's it. so well said, Chuck. And uh, that's pretty much it for today. I think it's been an awesome episode. Boom, 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 done. Um, do you have anything to leave the listeners with today as we wrap it up? Just do it. Yeah, uh, we do this a lot at uh, some of the uh, uh, sprint events. And they always have to sign up, burn the boats. If no one knows this saying, it, I, I'll save you the long story, but it talks about untethering yourself from the things holding you back. Give yourself the incentive to move forward so you can't turn around and grab onto that lifeline. You have to charge forward. And that's what it's about, whether it's changing brokerages, joining a team, or making that big decision. Burn the boats. So burn the boats. Come to eXp. Burn the boats. Find your mentor or your, your hero at eXp. Follow the formula. Make some money. That's right. I love that. I love that, Chuck. Um, well, I guess you're forced to go to eXpCon, so I don't need to ask you um, <laughs> anything about that. Uh, but thank you so, so much for you know joining me today. It was an awesome episode, and I look forward to seeing you in Vegas. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Awesome. And if you guys are interested, you think Chuck is somebody you're going to vibe with, um, or at least he'll make you laugh, <laughs> reach out to him, ask him questions about EXP. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe join his team or at least let him be your sponsor or, you know, you don't have to be, but it's all about attraction and everybody wins. So reach out, um, ask your questions and it's not if it's when. So do it, baby. Awesome. Thanks, Chuck. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.